0: I and welcome to Wait Takes, episode sixty, the David Andrews Chuck Bednarik episode. You guys know who Chuck, Be- Chuck Bednarik is? is yeah. it no. Chuck? Is it Chuck Camp? Yeah, it is Chuck. That, he has a college award named after him, Bednarik. Wide
1: receiver or uh, best,
0: best lineman or
1: my no. fun fact: my friend is the official intern for the Chuck Bednarik Award. Bed, Bednarik, 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 yeah, well anyways, maybe Maybe somebody else, episode
0: 60, a milestone episode, and we've got some big news, I'd like to announce a winner of this podcast, and that is me, I am the winner of this podcast, because you're hearing this, a month after we stopped, rec- stopped uploading episodes, we have three ep- episodes in the backlogs now that have not been uploaded because RSS screwed us over, kind of our fault, not our fault. It's my RSS's fault. fault. They, we weren't able to uh, post podcasts for a number of reasons, and today I went to work during my actual work day. could get in trouble for probably saying this, but I I contacted RSS multiple times, got everything cleared up. We can post again. We're back. We're never stopping Ways it Takes. We will stop Ways it Takes when one of us dies. That's when it ends. So I'd like to announce me as a winner. Um, also, I will be posting this week all of the polls from the unuploaded episodes once we all get those up. So our listeners can go listen to them and vote p- properly on uh, their takes. Um, any
1: other winners and losers we got this week? Yep. Oh. Uh, Duke, Duke's 3-0 and since my uh, Duke's gonna win out and make a run into the Elite Eight so it's a half-winner, somewhat of a winner somewhat yeah, of a I winner beat be yeah. number 7 Virginia so
0: not, not a proven winner yet, I'd say
2: they're um, not far back in their conference, I checked the standings they're only one game 11, back eight.
1: I don't think they lost right. that guy left, to be honest yeah, they're they're, they're better without him Team cancer.
0: Team cancer. He's got to lop it off. Sometimes. I don't really have much else for winners and losers. Um, so we can jump right into wasted takes. I've got a take that I formulated. So there's some reports going on in San Francisco. Uh, today, the latest from a team insider saying that Jimmy Garoppolo would welcome a trade and would waive his no trade clause. Um, so... There's been a lot of this this off season, it feels like, or since since uh, Garoppolo got hurt, that the, the Niners seem like they don't really want him. And um, there's been a lot of reporting from a source close to the team. They haven't said anything publicly, like legitimately, and nothing that like a guy like Schefter or Rappaport would, would uh, report. But a lot of whispers around the Bay Area that someone in San Francisco doesn't like Jimmy. Somebody wants him gone, whether that's John Lynch or Kyle Shanahan. I tend to think it's Kyle Shanahan. Um, they want him gone. I think it's ridiculous because, uh, they are like something like 24 and 8, uh, with him as a starter and then like 6 and 28 without him. Um, so he's a winner there. He, when he's on the field, they win. Is, they win. Is there a durability issue? Yes, 100%. Um, I think this is ridiculous that they want to trade him. My take is if the San Francisco 49ers trade Jimmy Garoppolo, they are going to be a bottom five team in the league for the next, Three years, I'll say, after the, after the trade is made, I think when you've got, I, I, it, I would, it's kind of coming from the same place where you got Goff, right? They traded Jared Goff, but Jared Goff won with the team, like they were on the verge of a Super Bowl two years ago. They made it back to the playoffs this year, um, so it just seems like if you find a guy like as a Patriots fan right now, we can't even find a guy who can get us past five hundred. Um, I, if you find a guy that you're winning the majority of your games with, I think you got to give him a little bit. you got to mm-hmm. stick with him and, and let him ride it out. These are two quarterbacks, Goff and, and Garoppolo, who went to Super Bowls in the past two years. I think it's ridiculous, um, and I think if San Francisco trades him, they have a great roster, but without him it seems like they fall apart. I mean, everything falls apart. So I think if they trade him, they're going to be a bottom five team in the league for the, for the foreseeable future. That's my take.
3: Um, I disagree. Based off the fact that I think this team's got a lot more going for them than just the QB aspect. I think this team's got a very a top five defense in the NFL at times. I, I mean, when they're fully healthy, uh, they got George Kittle, one of the best offensive weapons in the entire NFL right now. Their run game seems to be pretty solid. So I just think and I also think Kyle Shanahan's a great coach. So I don't know. I just think this team's got a lot of pieces that I know that they, I don't think they should let go of Jimmy Garoppolo unless there's a Deshaun Watson trade pending. Uh, but I, I don't think it will be as bad as
0: you think it will. So let me counter by why are they so bad without him?
3: Well, George Kittle, yeah,
0: Kittle was also out all year. I'm not, but this is previous years too. The, um, so this is the, this is the actual number. Since joining the team, the Niners are 22 and 8 with Jimmy Garoppolo starting. 24 and 9 including
3: postseason. Without him, they are 7 and 26. Yeah, so that was like 12 of those games were this year they were out Bosa for most of those games. They were out Kittle for all of those games. I mean, they it wasn't Jimmy Garoppolo. It wasn't when this team's fully healthy. They are a force to be reckoned with, but they've had a lot of injury problems. And Jimmy Garoppolo's obviously been at the top of it. But when he's been injured, there's often been a lot more players injured. Am I going to say maybe he's got a Coach K-like problem where his team's not doing well, good players go out, Jimmy G fakes an injury? I don't know. Maybe. But... Jimmy Garoppolo's had one healthy season since getting there, and guess what they did? They went to the Super Bowl. Dylan? Dylan? But he was a game manager. He wasn't a—I wouldn't say he was an elite quarterback.
2: So are—are you, know, are you saying that he is going to get traded, or if they get tra- if he gets traded, that he just won't? I be think as they're good?
0: leaning towards doing it. I don't know if it's going to be now or if I don't know it's going to be next offseason. Um, but I think they're leaning towards doing it. I think Kyle Shanahan or John Lynch, one of them, doesn't want him. They're already talking about pulling in. They want to bring in somebody to, to compete with him in camp. Probably just so they have a valuable backup when he inevitably gets inevitably gets hurt. I in, unless things go south here in the next you know the next six months or they find someone in the draft that they love, I don't think they're going to trade him. Uh, if from a Patriots perspective, the Patriots should offer that offer them whatever they want. They should offer them everything short of Bill Belichick. They should give them their stadium uh, for Jimmy Garoppolo at this point. Um, if there's a chance of getting him here, they should do it. But I don't. I don't I, I think they're going to. I don't know if it's going to be this year, though.
2: So I've, talked, I've touched on this before, but Jimmy G is a, an above-average quarterback. But he is very injury-prone, as we know. So it puts the team in just this sort of strange situation. Do you want to stick with a guy who you maybe not have confidence in in being able to complete a full season? Or do you uh, maybe take a lesser skilled player but is for sure going to play more uh the entire season so if i were in this situation i would actively be always looking for a new guy which is i think what they're doing i think they're just always going to be continuously looking for something that could be better suited for them um I don't think they would just willy-nilly get rid of him if there wasn't any decent plan in place, like Tucker said. If it's for some sort of Deshaun Watson trade, then they would probably do something like that. Um, Aside from that, Trey, if he left, is he the heart and soul of this team? Are they going to be absolutely terrible? Probably not. Like Tuck said, they still have viable weapons on defense and offense if, if they stay on the field as well. Um, but it would come down to getting, you know, an average quarterback, a little bit above average quarterback that can at least be on the field for, you know, ninety nine, ninety five percent of the games. So I don't know. I'm indifferent. I would probably lean towards no. I don't agree.
0: Uh, I just think that at some point he's going to get frustrated too, because basically in the past year he's just been hearing rumors from the organization. They don't want him. They don't want him. They don't want him. They're paying him. Is he the guy? Is he not the guy? Cam?
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. He's probably he's not the guy. They're actively looking for something.
0: Well, this is why I think he would say, i welcome a trade, because he's frustrated from the organization. But, Cam, you want to weigh
1: in? Yeah, this is a terrible take. It's stupid. G um, is an above-average placeholder. He gets injured all the time. He doesn't really do anything for that team besides like keep them consistent in the one year they went to the Super Bowl. The, he's not the star of the team by any means. Um, that year specifically, Kittle stood out more. Debo stood out more. Obviously, the whole entire defense stood out more. Um, trade him away I'm them. Get rid of him. Uh, start over with somebody with who, he's not a leader. Jimmy G, I, I don't know if I've ever heard him speak. I'd probably pikes the ball like a little pansy. Um, He's a pretty boy. He's not a leader. He's scared to, to open up his mouth. And he's he's just
2: not a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And He proved that in the Super Bowl. Um, I get behind really,
1: that. And they'll still be fine, if not better. They're dealing with injuries in Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard at quarterback. It's not like they're going to get rid of him and not have a plan. They're not going to stick with these bum quarterbacks, hence the 7-20-whatever record. They can't plan for his injuries, and then just pick up a stud mid-season, or you know, three games into the season, they have to deal with Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard, who throw for a combined 24 first-half interceptions in three games or something. So I, I just this is this is awful. Four are going to be good as long as whoever they choose as their starting car starting quarterback stays healthy. They will be probably on par with like like a Titans-esque you know, record, like, consistently 10-6, 11-5, make the playoffs, maybe getting bounced. But they'll be on that range.
0: A lot of disagreement, but all I can say is numbers don't lie. I would 100% numbers agree with that, going to say they're a great team with Jimmy Garoppolo, and they're We're a shit team of without him. They're a shit team without him. <laughs> we are not going to trade him and then be like, I want to keep playing. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Guy's the hard the team. He's handsome. He's a friggin legend. Can't wait till he comes back to New England. We can already retire number 10.
1: All right, Cam, go ahead. Waste to take. All right, so I'm sure we'll touch on this a little bit later, but Carson Wentz got traded for the Colts, like I said he would. Um, Colts got a steal here. Uh, he's going back to Frank Reich. He is playing for a great offensive line, a great running back, a receiver until Tilly uh, Hilton, who's a stud, um, Pittman, who said he's not giving him his jersey number. I love that. Um, so maybe some bad, bad blood there. Hope not. But um, this takes pretty straightforward. Uh, Carson Wentz is going to be your MVP next year. He, he is going to light it up. I think he throws for 40 plus touchdowns. I think he throws for four 4,000 plus yards, a few scrambling touchdowns. Maybe he gets into double digits. He's just going to have that Colts team booming. Um, on top of it, I you know if they weren't in the AFC, I'd probably make a Super Bowl prediction too, but I, I really think this team is going to uh, make some moves next year. I've never seen Carson play in the playoffs, obviously, but they're going to win some games. He's going to be your MVP, and the Colts are going to be very good. I
0: patently disagree with this take. Uh, while I do think that he is going to have a resurgent year and the Colts will be good, and may win that division. Um, I don't think he's going to be the MVP. The, the reason I think he's going to have a bounce back year,
2: <laughs> excuse
0: me, is because um, Frank Reich and him made some magic together in Philly, and I think that uh, that will happen. Although, there is some doubts. Uh, apparently, there was a report that said he didn't like hard coaching. Thank God he's not coming to New England. Um, he didn't like hard coaching, and he's a big, big baby. So, um it could be bad, but he's not winning the MVP. I mean, the MVP is going to go to one of the usual suspects, um, like Mahomes or Rodgers or Brady maybe, oldest MVP in NFL history. Or my favorite is going to be Josh Allen. He's winning the MVP this year. Um, took a big step this year. Going to take another big step next year. Uh, it's not going to be Carson
3: Wentz for sure. Uh, Tuck? Yeah, um, I don't know. It seems already hostile in the locker room with Michael Pittman being like, I don't want to give that dude my jersey number, like it's my jersey number and a discussion. That doesn't seem like a uh locker room that I want to walk into, and that doesn't seem like an MVP. I can guarantee you if Pat Mahomes asks one of his teammates, hey, I want to be this number, can I have your number? Any guy on that team would say, absolutely, Pat.
0: Wentz hasn't earned his number, though. I'd like to say that. He, is not, he has done nothing to earn the, I'm coming to town, he was, give me my number. He was the number two for an MVP. He, yeah. Everybody has one breakout season. He's done nothing else since. How,
3: no, not everyone is number two in MVP voting.
0: He had one good year. He has done nothing to warrant the, I'm coming to town, give me my number.
3: That's that's like being – he had one good year acting like having – like. If you, I mean, like, being number two in MVP voting isn't like an, uh, oh, he had a good year. It's like, no, he, he was did the have a good best year. player in the happened? entire NFL and, for and a year. Happened, that's and not, that's not just, uh, oh, he had one good year. Season. He earned his number. He earned his number. And Michael Pittman, what has Michael Pittman done? Nothing, name but name got one thing. First. I don't even think he had a thousand yards receiving in his career. So like, that guy's not allowed to tell. Carson Wentz. Just had we played one he's year a rookie! That. I don't <laughs> give a shit. You don't get to go in there and tell the vet that. Yes, you do when he's a bum! No, no, no. I, oh, I don't want. I You know that. what? You know what? Ways to take? Cut Michael Pittman right now if you have any respect for your organization. Dylan, Carson what do
0: you think Wentz is going to be. I think he's going to be number two. Twelve. I if they release Michael Pittman and give him eleven. Yeah, you're right, Cam. He is going to go with a single digit. I bet. You're right.
2: Dylan. Um, Cam, I love this take. It's a great take. Um, see, this is what's so great about wasted takes. Obviously, Colts are going to be better this year. Um, but Cam takes it another step further. He's starting to spew the wastedness out of his body. We got Carson Wentz going to be the MVP. I feel like that's a tremendous take just in essence of itself. In terms of it happening, it's 100% going to happen. I'm full on board. Carson Wentz was a couple of years ago top quarterback in the league until he broke his knee and became a baby. Um, but I think new team, new management, uh, with a team that's on the rise, he might take the reins on this, and you never know. He might throw for whatever the heck Cam said that was a ridiculous number. Five minutes ago. So, I'm on board. Carson West, MVP. Let's get after it.
0: Until
1: he breaks back in game three. No, because he has an offensive line that will actually protect him.
0: It doesn't matter when he's made of glass and his skin is made of paper. Every morning he wakes up and breaks both his arms. And every night when he goes to bed, he breaks
1: both his arms. I can't wait.
0: I'm a huge Colts fan. Colts (laughs) are my third favorite team. I
2: I have a boner for the Manning brothers. (laughs) All right. I I, I hate the Colts.
0: Yeah, Fish is a bum, though. Who would root for a team because they know Fish? Like,
1: I have other cousins that also are a bum. That's true. Your other, your other cousins are cool. Fish is a fish, though.
0: All right. Who's got the next wasted to take? I do not. Dylan.
2: all right? All right, I'll go. Um, I, I'm thinking about two, but I've made my decision. Um, So, a couple weeks ago, I went to the dentist. We're going to go in a little story mode here. Went to the dentist. uh, Had a couple fillings uh, taken care of. Um, Wasn't bad. Procedure was fine. Walked out of the place feeling great. New teeth. new me. Um, For about a week, it was okay. And then my teeth started to kill. Absolutely kill. Um, My bite was off. I had to go back in uh, on another day and like him shave it down and it was still hurting. I still can't chew on that side. I'm hoping it gets better. Bottom line... Teeth pain is the worst pain, and simply because that is a thing, and I've gone through what could only be described as a terrible experience in, in my mouth, I, I'm going to say that uh, um, And you name a sport, this is the take, it's bad, name a sport that has the worst teeth injuries, the most on record those players are the most hard-nosed, grittiest players of all time. Players that will put themselves in that situation and hurt their teeth. I don't know if it's hockey. I don't know if it's boxing. I don't know if it's MMA. you got to pick one. What, I don't know. I don't know the stats. I don't know anything. Just those people. You
0: have to pick a sport. You, your take can't be if you get your teeth knocked out, your sport is tough. It cannot be your
2: But teeth. merely because of the teeth pain, not not anything else, not any other injury, just the teeth. I'll just go hockey. Just cause, yeah, but just because of the teeth.
0: Hockey. It's tough of sport because teeth pain is the hardest pain to take.
2: Yeah, that's what we're going with.
0: All right, Jesus Christ! You really, really—you're really scraping the bottom of the barrel here.
2: I—it I, was like two seconds ago. I was—I was chewing like a minute ago, and I was like, "Damn, my two-thirds."
0: Ah, uh, I don't know. I haven't experienced that much tooth pain in my life. I had my—I remember. Being really young, going to the dentist, I had like 11 cavities, like one of the first time I went to the dentist, which was sick. Um, and I've never had a tooth knocked out. Um, getting hit in the mouth sucks, so I don't know. Yeah, I guess but, so. Yeah,
2: but, yeah, but you, you play wussy sports, right? You don't play hockey, so.
0: Correct, I don't play hockey.
3: Uh, Tucker, teeth injuries? Um... Yeah, so this actually feeds well into something that I wanted to talk about for a long time, which is Big Tooth. Big Tooth is corrupting the youth of America. Um, Anyone here that's gotten their wisdom teeth out, just know that you actually didn't need to get them out. Big Tooth just wanted to convince you to do it so they could make a ton of money off of it. It's the biggest corporate scam in the world. Wisdom teeth, I'm convinced. They've been telling me for 10 years now, I need to get my wisdom teeth out. Just haven't gone. Nothing's happened. Just wait till they get impacted can't wait can't wait because it's never gonna happen because that's the that's what they feed you to make you be like oh they don't hurt but if i don't pay my five thousand dollar surgery they will hurt in the future you're so they're so in your head so yeah that's the rant that i wanted to go on big tooth fucking. hockey is hockey the toughest sport because they get their teeth knocked out yes or no uh, no i mean have you ever met an mma fighter see this is the, i UFC see i don't fighter? know
2: Fuck! I should have picked M- MMA.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so first things first, I missed Dylan's take. Was it that the hockey's the toughest sport? Because
0: no, no. The take is that Dylan had mouth surgery recently and his teeth hurt really bad. So he said, whatever, te- whatever sport gets their teeth knocked out the most,
1: that's the toughest sport. And we decided it was okay. hockey. Okay, I I agree there. It hurts. I got my wisdom teeth out, got my tonsils out. Anything in your mouth that gets surgery hurts. Um, Tucker, you're a big fat baby. You came up with this excuse, probably took you 10 years to come up with it. Nope, been saying finally, it for like, I'm say really five years now. Okay, so you've been putting off your wisdom teeth for five years. You're finally coming out. Um, I, I It hurts to get your wisdom teeth out. I wish I didn't have to do it. But it made me into the man I, I am today, and I still have like not scars or anything, but I can still feel like where my wisdom teeth were, and I can make this really cool sound. Awful! Awesome. <laughs> Stop that! So, big wisdom teeth guy, big big fan of the big teeth. Yeah, bro, congrats! You're
3: brainwashed by big tooth.
2: But ju- but just imagine being in the being in the zone. You're playing your sport. And you just have just absolute dis- destruction going on in your mouth, and then you continue to play your sport. Like, let go- me
0: let me say why I think hockey is is the winner here because they don't wear mouth cards in that sport. MMA, they're all wearing mouth cards. Hockey, they just take take pucks off the dome, and they're like, "Ow, my teeth." They also drop gloves. I mean, my 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 dad has fake teeth from hockey. My brother has my half brother has fake teeth from hockey teeth from hockey. He used to, when I was a kid, scare me because he he had a retainer in with his tooth. And he would take his tooth out and, like, dangle it on his tongue in front of me. And I would scream and cry as a child. So, um, hockey is not good for the mouth, I'd say. You know what's surprisingly not good for the mouth mouthless sport? Baseball. Because they're just cramming chew in there all day long. (laughs) Rotting their gums. Ask Terry Francona. I'm
1: going to go ahead
0: and nominate that for worst take of the year candidate
3: all right tucker do you have a take now uh yes i have one um all right so i've been looking at a mock draft i'm gonna say almost every single day uh, for the last about six maybe three months uh, since the super bowl i've been looking at at least one mock draft a day i'd say and, uh, you know, I always look at where everyone's falling, who the Patriots are going to get in this draft versus this draft, where each of the quarterbacks are going to fall. And um, one quarterback that stuck out to me in terms of their ability as well as where they fall in these drafts is always Trey Lance. Because Trey Lance in all of these mock drafts are landing with really solid teams. I've seen him fall to the Patriots in a few of them. I've seen them on the 49ers in a lot of them. I've seen them on the Steelers. I've seen them on all these great teams. And I think Trey Lance is going to win Rookie of the Year. I really do. I just think that... Love it. I think that uh, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence uh, got a lot of the hype, but they're not going to be going into the right programs to be able to fulfill their potential immediately where Trey Lance is joining a team similar to where Justin Herbert was last year, where he's going, he's going to be on a team where he can actually thrive immediately. So I see him as my rookie of the year favorite.
1: I love it. I'll go first. Um, so I haven't been too, too up to date with the mock drafts just because when I have been looking at them, they are so all over the place Mm -hmm. and, Depending on what source you use, you have no reliable information. So I pretty much kind of just put it together for myself, who I think is going to go where, and I'll check up on it every once in a while. I think Lance goes to the Panthers. Personally. See, and
3: that's another good
1: spot. Yeah, so so there's another guy, and their defense isn't as Why good. Why are the Panthers a good spot? Panthers stink. Well, listen, Panthers have uh, – well, I don't know if they're going to sign back Curtis Samuel. I heard he actually might – go to the Patriots. Um, other story, DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson there. Don't remember who their tight end is, but they have McCaffrey. It would be a tough spot for him to win rookie of the year. But um, regardless, I think Trey Lance is probably pure talent wise, maybe not the best, but the, the guy didn't throw a single interception. And in, ever. He's, like, 41 with no interceptions. I don't care if he didn't play this year. No, like, he did. He played one game this year, and he
3: threw an interception, oh, threw a which
1: is super right? Oh, he's a Ugh. Uh, he's a right. I, You know what? I like to take – I think he's going to win Rookie of the Year, too. Um, if he falls to the Panthers, probably not going to happen. But either way, go to the Panthers or win Rookie of the Year. I would be happy with either one of them, or maybe go to the Giants. Where is he slotted at now? Because he
0: was, like, the number three in the in the boards. Is he dropping?
1: Yeah, he, he
0: no, he's four, I think. Behind what? Fields, uh, Lawrence, Fields, and, and Wilson. Wilson, all right. Um, I've said my piece on Trey Lance, I believe, on this podcast. I don't know if I said it on the podcast or thought it my head. Bad hair. Bad hair. Bad quarterback.
2: Hair take. This
0: is a hair take. A hair take. Set off the hair take alarm. Um, no, I don't think he's going to do it. I think he's too rusty. He hasn't played football in, like, a year. He played for a, basically a high school program for his college years. Um, look at how these North Dakota quarterbacks have worked out. Uh, not great. Um, bum. Bum in short order. Injury-prone bum. Gets carried by Nick Foles to a Super Bowl. Uh, no, he's not going to do it. you got so many better quarterbacks in this class. I'll tell you who I like more than Trey Lance. Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields. Zach Zach Wilson. Mac Jones, Mac Attack. Um, I even like, uh, shit, I'm forgetting his name. There's a kid Trask. from some school. Trask, yeah, Trask. Uh, there's another kid that's plays mm-hmm. to go in like the fourth round that I like more than him. Uh, he's got bad hair and he plays for a Mickey Mouse organization. Um, so I don't think he's, I don't think he's gonna win it. Just based <laughs> on my gut and his bad hair. Uh, Dill?
2: I know nothing so, about he's... the man besides he went to North Dakota State and I, nothing happens up there. So. You went to Yeah, that's about the same. Look at yeah, where I look power, at how I ended foot
0: up. Football powerhouse. Is Vermont.
2: <laughs> and, uh, um, and yeah, bad hair. So I mean, obviously this guy's a dud. Um, there's. Yeah, but
1: cold. He's, he's in cold weather and, and short sleeves. No turtlenecks. No long sleeves. Anything.
2: He's got that um, going for him. But, it, but you need all you need all three in order to be good. So. That's
0: fair. Um, no, I honestly think he's just gonna be too rusty. He's gonna have to get back into it after sitting out of here. So
2: yeah, I, I you know. do or don't believe that because it's a different game, obviously playing in the NFL. So we, you got to relearn everything anyway. So I can, could, can I could someone, get behind that. But,
1: can someone find uh, some sort of stat of people that forewent their senior
2: season and then went to the NFL quarterback wise? Yeah, know I'll, I'll get I don't right on that. Many people do that. Right,
1: I know. I want to see. They sit I out four games, but that's it. Yeah, obviously. Weird circumstances. I, I, so think,
2: I think he's going to be drafted by the Redskins.
1: Yeah, I can see it. If he I
0: falls that far. I hope he up. doesn't fall to the Patriots. That's all I'm going to say. What is
1: the combine? Is there a combine? Who do you
0: hope doesn't fall to the Patriots? Trey Lance. Idiot. He'd be fantastic. While we're on the subject of these rookie quarterbacks, um, there was a, I forget his name, but there's a quarterback coach who's worked with like some of the greats. And he came out and said... Mac Jones is his favorite quarterback that he's ever seen coming through the draft. He's got his number, he's his number one in his class above Lawrence.
1: Was so, he, was he the same guy that, um, worked with Daniel Jones in the Manning family? Cause that didn't work, turn out so well. I'm not sure. Um, he's,
0: uh, I have to find the story, but I just know that, uh, um, somebody has him. Former NFL coach raves about Mac Jones. Um, it's Hugh Grant. Jackson.
3: <laughs> no. um, um, give me a moment. Just talk amongst yourselves. Uh, anyone want to take guesses on which shitty NFL coach this is? I'm going to guess Hugh Jackson.
1: Rex right. How
3: many guys?
0: Charlie Weiss. Charlie Weiss, former coach for the Patriots. Charlie Weiss.
2: When they start. Charlie
1: Weiss the... Former, uh, offensive. He's the, Notre he's the Notre Dame coach. Of course he's got a pick yet. He got ran through by him. He's got a back him up. Charlie White is the head coach for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, correct? Right, and he got destroyed because that that's the only reason he's saying this. He has no insight into any of this. Otherwise, he would be in the NFL still not coaching his sorry Notre Dame team. So, Mac Jones, bust, no merit to that. Ian Book, watch out for him. Who's Ian Book? He said,
0: you have to talk, you talk about being around good players. Yeah, he was around good players, but playing on a team with a bunch of stars, who was the leader of the offense? He also had to make all those throws. I think the kid is an excellent quarterback. He has less holes than just about anybody. If you're looking for a guy that's going to be running for 30 yards on a regular basis, that's not your guy, but he can move in the pocket and from the pocket and run the ball when he absolutely needs to. Sounds to me like Mac Jones is the best player on the in the draft. So I don't know why you got
3: this Mac Jones obsession. I don't want anything to do because with because he's
0: big and fat and and
3: yeah. I don't, why do you want a fat quarterback? Was Tom Brady in shape when he started in the league? I, no, I just uh, like if a guy no. if an fat NFL player shape. can't stay in, Tom Brady wasn't out of shape. He was just unathletic. I don't know. Yeah, maybe Matt Jones is and legitimately hours. fat. Like, and if you're a legitimately fat quarterback, I think there needs to be a serious talk about like your respect for the game. I mean, well, be- you know, I mean, he, he doesn't down. care about football that much. If he's getting that fat, like if if he cared about football, he'd be in. Shape. Yeah,
2: just think about how better he'll be when he is in shape. And plus, I, l- if he didn't
1: l- l- do it in college, what makes you think he's going to get in shape now? Because he gets
2: because he gets he's paid.
1: In, not in shape is because he hiked the ball. Dropped back and then stood there for however long he wanted until Devonta Smith got open. Yeah, I which guess. is another we'll reason that. why I don't, don't trust see. him. First want
0: in playoff Jones. game in this class, Mac Jones. We'll see. All right, I don't want Mac on. Jones at all. Well, let's move on. So, big news of the day Tiger Woods in a car crash. Very bad car crash, single car. Thankfully, no one else got hurt, but Tiger. Uh, had some serious injuries to his legs. Um, he was in surgery today. Multiple fractures, I guess, and a shattered ankle. Sounds to me like he's done. I think this is going to be one that he can't come back from. He's already had those back problems forever. Who knows what this is going to do to his back as well. Um, haven't heard anything about coming out about anything maybe nefarious that went on with this crash, so we hope that nothing else comes out. Obviously, we're all praying for Tiger, hoping he gets better, but... I just want to get your guys' thoughts on if you think he's going to be able to come back from this. Uh, I personally don't. I think this is going to be it for Tiger. Um, he had, you know, his. I think it's – it's. He, ha- he had his bumps along the road, and he finally came back and won that Masters. And then I, th- I also think that, like, the last time, you know, if the last time we saw him really competing on a golf course was that tournament he had with his son a few months ago, that's a good way to go out. So I, I just personally don't. I don't. I'm a, Now, I, I, I'm a self-admitted Tiger hater in the past. I always said after uh, he was had that trouble back with his wife that he would never return to his elite form. And then he proved me wrong and won the Masters. So hope he proves me wrong again. But my gut's just telling me this is it. Uh, Cam, Tiger?
1: Yeah, I think Tiger is going to make a major comeback. We talked about this the same way a lot of people did with Alex Smith. Dylan went out there on the limb and said Alex Smith's going to win Comeback Player of the Year. I don't know if they have that in golf. Um, But Tiger's not done yet. I just don't see it happening. I have no insight on the surgery. But um, regardless, golf can be played without your legs. Um, And if he has to do it in a wheelchair, I think he will. And I think he'll do it better than everyone else. Maybe even better. Maybe the wheelchair helps him a little bit. Gives him a little bit more stability. I don't know, but I think Tiger's coming back, however necessary, in a couple of years maybe. But he's coming back. He's gonna win another Masters.
3: Tiger. Um. Unfortunately, I think that this might be the end of Tiger. From what it sounds like, it sounds like. I mean, I wish the best for him. I hope that he can fully recover. It would be. The greatest story of all time if he could recover, but um, from everything that the preliminary stuff is talking about, I just, it, even, and then you add this into his back issues, it doesn't seem like there's much of a chance that he will be coming back.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's too early to tell, I think. Um, You know, the reports so far, I mean, are, are like, yeah, they're trying to save his bones. Like, that's probably not uh, a, something you want to hear if you're trying to be at top physical performance. Um, I, I, in terms of him coming back again, it's too early. I, I don't know. Medical medical field's grown a lot, so, you know, if it, it it you can do a lot of damage, but as long as you don't hit certain areas, you can come back and be okay. But, like, some reports are saying, like, Hey, this dude might not be able to like really walk again. So I don't know. I hope he does. That, would, like Tuck said, greatest comeback ever. After this, I mean, the story of this guy's life would be insane. I think what mo- what mostly will happen is he's just gonna. If he, if he can get out of it with some sort of mobility, he's gonna coach his kid, and he's gonna be a you know a tremendous mentor to his kid because um, his kid's a prodigy in the sport too. So, he'll be by his side uh, as, as his kid grows older and, and starts playing.
0: Yeah, and I think the hope is, my hope at least, is just to make sure that he can walk still. Yeah. Uh, I think that's that's problem numero uno. I mean, golf is so low on the list of concerns right now. So, uh, it's a bummer. It sucks. And so, hopefully, we'll be having happy updates pretty soon. Um all right. Um, Winter Classic was this week. I don't know if Tucker or Cam looked at this, but they played in Lake Tahoe, and it was unbelievable. It was like on a lake with mountains in the background, and uh, it was absolutely incredible. Um, the one problem is golf. For, uh, golf. Um, hockey forgot that the sun exists, so there was a game going on between two teams in the middle of the day, and the sun came out and said, no, 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 no and melted all the ice and they had to play, they had to resume the game starting from the second period at midnight. Um, the Bruins played in this winter classic. They wore 90s uh, retro uniforms. They looked dope. They all dressed up as 90s themed stuff before uh, the game, which was sick. Two of the guys came in as the Bash brothers from, um, from Mighty Ducks. And I- I'm a huge fan of winter classic. And I think, they should think about doing it outside of stadiums. I understand you can't have fans there, but having it in this, like, picture, picturesque, like, backyard hockey rink was really, really cool. Uh, Dylan, I'll let you go into uh detail about it.
2: Yeah, Um this wasn't really Winter Classic because this was just, like, sprung on in, like, two weeks. They were like, hey, we're just going to do this because we feel like it's a good idea. So props to the NHL for really, you know, understanding that – um you know, they can't have fans, but they can put on an experience without fans. And I, and watching the Bruins game uh, with the sunset was crazy cool. And, and and what's great about hockey and outdoors is is that idea of playing um, you know, pond hockey or, you know, out when the when the sun's going down and you you can't really see that well. You know, like that that's like what's fun about hockey. And you bring it back to the roots and and I think that's great. I think I think other sports should do that as well. I know the MLB last year they played a game at uh, the field of dreams with the cornfield. like need, let's get some more of that going on. Let's get some um, like football out somewhere that makes no sense. I don't really see them doing that in a parking but, lot. but like but like do but do it somewhere like you know in the middle of nowhere. I mean that would be fun. Um, I think I think the players enjoy it. I think it's something when their career ends, they look back on it and they're like, wow, that was kind of cool. So I I'm all for it. I think the NHL did a great job with putting this on. I know that they well they did a great job in the idea. Maybe the execution of the first game with the eight-hour sun delay was a terrible idea. Imagine thinking um, you're tougher than the sun. Um, Hockey players. But right. again, they put this on in like a week. They they got all this together. So. I'm all on board for, you know, more sports doing this sort of thing, and especially right now with, you know, no fans, so props to them.
3: Tucker, any thoughts on the classic? Yeah, surprisingly, I did see this. Uh, it was on at the Heritage. It looked gorgeous. I mean, uh, not thinking about the sun is pretty hysterical. Just forgetting it. I'm pretty sure, didn't the last game, uh, didn't it get dark out during the game?
2: Yeah, yeah, no. The yeah. sunset it was so sunset. it was, during the it was awesome. during the
3: players, like the sun's in my eyes. Yeah, no. Um them just not thinking about those like logistics is perfectly hockey, I think. Gary, Gary perfectly continues to prove. Gary Bettman continues to prove that he's the worst commissioner in sports. But right, it's so, perfectly uh, COVID year. I mean, just like you try to run a cool thing during COVID and you somehow still gets
1: fucked up. Um but yeah, I thought it was really cool honestly. No. You look at it at all? Can't say I watched it, but um, I did see some pictures, and it did look very, very nice. Um, I think all games should be played like that. Obviously, the sun is a factor, but I haven't seen the sun lose teeth like hockey
2: players. So there's that. They are tougher. It's dying every day. One day it's going to go dark. So we, I, I, what, what I Tucker said something about like that being a factor, like, thinking, like, oh. logistically about the sun, like, but that's what's part of the experience, right, is, is having those things uh, be part of the game, and it's like with the, with um, the Pittsfield Suns, who go a little uh, down, down to home, we got the sun delay out in, in, in center field, like, what idiot decided to, you know, position a baseball field such that the sun sets right when you're trying to play the game? Um, probably because they played at like high noon and they didn't have lights back when that, that field was built. Um, but you know that's part of the experience, as part of sports, is you know sometimes embracing like things that you know the
0: nature of sports. Uh, yeah,
2: and exactly, and that's the same reason why I like the integrity of like the officials making bad calls. It's like that's what the game is, and, you know if the sun's in the way, like that's just what it is. Figure it out. Let's play the game. So I didn't. I didn't. I kind of like that aspect.
0: All right. Do we want to talk more Carson Wentz, or do we think we covered it? Um, I think we covered next most. Segment. of it. I mean, we could talk about the Eagles' side of it. They're going with Jalen Hurts. Um, that'll be QB one. Um, I don't know if that's going to be the guy long term. I'd say if I'm them, keep looking
1: for a quarterback. Uh, well, they'll have, they'll have the number one pick next year because they are going to be a terrible. You think so, Cam? Go off. Yeah. Yeah, they no, do, but they no. do have the easiest schedule in the NFL next year. That's fine, honestly. They have the easiest schedule on paper. They are a train wreck of a football team. Um, they have top five, least cap space, so they can't even pick anybody up. I can't name more than four players on that team anymore. I'm excited to be in their division, that's for sure. Um, crap. What was, who's their coach again? Who would they hire? Exactly. The guy that was like stuttering and forgetting his script and the first oh market. yeah 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 <laughs> uh, yeah
0: yeah was...
1: the Eagles
0: I couldn't be happier to see them implode but I don't know if hurts <laughs> the guy uh, I think he's gonna need some time to figure it out but we'll see, we'll see. I think the Sean, Deshaun Sean Jackson's a
1: free agent right he's not coming back he just got released yep they just released. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Day- Jalen Rager's lit though. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> Good for him. Um Does anybody have any other sports topics before we get no. into this, guys? No. College basketball, you guys start paying attention yet, or are we wait until I haven't. I haven't. But if you want to talk about it, go ahead. I mean Duke the, the Blue Bloods had a big week. Duke stepped up. Um what were the other teams that stepped
1: up? UNC, uh-huh. UNC, um, so Baylor almost Baylor almost lost tonight to two and sixteen Iowa State. How's Vermont doing? Vermont's good. They 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 share the co championship with UMBC. They won the first game and then they lost the second one. So they're going into the um, their conference tournament as two seed, which is unfortunate. But um, you know, winning you're in. So win the tournament, they're in. Go go. Uh, geez, why well, catamounts? Sorry. Um we got to get
0: Bailey on at some point. We should ask him next we week. Do. To come um, yeah, we do. All right, any other, any other th- topics before we get into the list, guys? Okay, great. So, list, guys, was proposed by me this week. I wanted to rank, since baseball season's starting up pretty soon, pitchers and catchers are reporting, I wanted to rank the top um, minor league mascots. Now, Cam asked if we could open this up to other sports. I think that's fine, but it cannot be a professional team, and I want to know your best mascots. So, I've got, I'm looking at a list right here. I don't have a hard list off the top of my head, so the, the rankings might be a little screwed up for me, but I'm gonna, uh, start out, um, my list here. Uh, I'll tell you right now, I got two teams from the Miami Marlins, uh, coming in. Actually, you know what? No, one team from Miami is coming in. My the Triple A team, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Uh, great name. They got great. Uh, they got great colors. Um, big, big fan of that. Um, does anyone else want to go around with their number five?
3: Uh, yeah, Trey. I'm gonna actually attack you on this because uh, maybe you lifted it higher, but I don't think you did with the Hartford Yard Goats. Come on, our at number five, our bas our base wiffleball team is based off the yard goats. I mean, our we ha- use their hats as our hats for our team. You're putting them at number five. I'm not oh, putting yeah. them at number five. Oh, I'm you're putting them okay, on my the list. list. So Fair
0: don't enough. attack Fair me enough. like that. Uh, Dylan, number five team. What do you what
2: do you got? Uh, I didn't really have a list going so much like that, but um one team like I'll, I'll first I'll start off I'll say uh back in like middle school early high school i was big into minor league baseball teams i had hats galore too many to count too many to wear there's probably some that i've never worn um but i'll start it off but i'll say a classic one one that always when i'm playing mlb the show it's a team i always play against in the minors like way too many times but that's the Richmond Flying Squirrels. I love the Flying Squirrels. Uh, it's great, great team name for uh, uh, a team down in uh, Richmond, Virginia, which is, is it Virginia, North Carolina? I forget. But Virginia. Um, their mascot is literally just a squirrel that's just out there being a squirrel, grabbing nuts. So I love the squirrels. Uh, big fan of the squirrels. they got fluffy tails. Otherwise, they'd be rats. I don't like rats. Going with the and five squirrels.
1: One? Yeah, my number five is um, a team out of Michigan. They are a minor league team of the Oakland Athletics. Um, this is the Lansing Lake Lugnuts. So, Lugnuts. Lansing oh, yeah. Lugnuts. Um, I was looking at their logo. It's literally a Lugnut, and he looks scared, and it's crazy. Fought. It looks like the Bojangles font. Uh, they got hats with the Lugnuts face on it, and their merch is awesome. Um, I chose this strictly off of, of names, pretty much. But um, their theme song, fun fact, is called Go Nuts. Ha, huh. thought that was funny. Lansing Log Nuts coming in number five.
0: All right, my team at – hold on, I'm writing it down. My team at number four is going to be the low A affiliate of the Minnesota Twins. That's the Fort Myers – mighty muscles um i'm looking at their they're looking at their mascot now you're thinking muscle is in the clam or muscle is in like the body part the answer is yes the mascot is a guy a little muscle coming out of the clamshell with absolute cannon arms guy's a legend Com-
2: coming I'm out right of there. the muscle shell with not the, the clamshell. the
0: mighty muscles uh the mighty muscles for my number four pick
3: tucker uh, yeah, sorry, I'm running through my list, but uh at number four, I don't know why I like this team, but I like the Down East Wood Ducks. I don't know what a wood duck is, but I really appreciate this name. I like their logo. I'm not really sure what their... Let me look up who they're the team for. Uh, their... I don't even know. It doesn't even say. But yeah, Brownies right. Wood Ducks. The Wood Ducks. What's their logo look like? Uh, just a big duck. Just a okay. big mallard duck. <laughs> just a big duck. <laughs> Alright. Uh
0: Dylan, number four.
2: Uh number four, Cam, I'm also going with a uh Oakland Athletics affiliate. I'm going with better than the Lug Nuts, the Modesto Nuts. So their mascot. They have three of them.
1: They, they were six for me.
2: They got they got Al the Almond, Wally the Walnut, and Shelly the Pistachio. Um, nothing better than running out to the field with a hat with an almond on it. Go Nuts.
1: Go Nuts. I yeah. like that film. Um, yeah, number four, I think I think so, you guys will probably have this on there. Um, it's a double-A affiliate of the Rays. Mm. along with the Mo- Montgomery Biscuits. Yeah. Um, you can't go wrong with the biscuit. Uh, their logo is unreal. The only thing that kind of drew me off of them is that their colors, they didn't go too crazy with it. They kept, kept the brown, added some blue in there. I don't love that. Um, but nonetheless, their mascot is Electric. He's got a piece of
0: bacon in his mouth. I think that's pretty cool. Um, and, yeah, that's all That's all I got. If Pam? Else. Cam, the connection strikes once again because my number three team is the Montgomery Biscuits. Yeah. Uh, the classic biscuit with a little pan of butter, pat of butter in his mouth leaking out. Dylan's got an excellent hat of it. Um, I one time made one of those acapella videos where you sing the parts to a song and put them all together wearing all of Dylan's different uh, uh, minor league hats and Montgomery Biscuits. One of them always admire the team because of Dylan's hat. Uh, it's a great pick, Cam, but it's coming in a little higher for me at number three. Chuck, number three. Uh,
3: yeah, I have the Binghamton Rumble Ponies.
0: Yeah, I like that one. That one. Um, honorable mention for me.
3: I don't know what a Rumble Pony is, but I know that I like it. I just, I'm just imagining fighting ponies. Which, I mean, the, small mascot's, a it's it's like a yeah, the mascot's a little weak. It's like yeah, the mascot's a little weak, but arm. I love the name Binghamton yeah, name. Rumble Ponies. Is just. And their uh, stadium, do you know what it's called? Nope. Rumble Town. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the Mets, right? They're Mets. Yeah,
0: know? they're the Mets. Uh, Dill, number three.
2: So, I mean, I'll just say Montgomery Biscuits, but they were going to be my number one, just to go off of you guys. Um, we touched on the logo. The logo's great. Biscuit, buttered biscuit, googly eyes, some nice purple cleats, Cam. And I will say it's not blue – it's purple and it's mustard yellow, so get it right next time.
1: But um, colorblind, color, what, though. I'm looking at merge.
2: Bro. Yeah, but I have the hat. I've worn it for years. So again, <laughs> it was the first. There was the first minor league hat that I purchased when I was a wee lad. But we didn't touch on the mascot. The mascot's we name. Didn't.
0: I was just gonna ask you to bring that up. The
2: mascot's name is Big Mo, an orange beast that loves biscuits. Now, I would I would if I was a writer for this team, you know, every single time like there was a game, like say they lost, I'd be like the biscuits get baked or like some like something <laughs> something goofy like that every time. So, uh like butter my biscuits they're they're winning whatever, you know. So, I love the biscuits um Shout out, Big Mo. Another story, which is funny. I was in New York, about 50 minutes away, at a Dairy Queen, the closest one to us. And I walk in, and this guy is like 300 pounds, eating a basket full of chicken, and he's got a Montgomery Biscuits like jacket on, and I got my hat on, and he looks at me, and he's like, "Yo, Montgomery Biscuits?" And I'm like, "Yeah, what about it?" He's like, "My kid plays for the team." I was like, "Oh, cool, fat guy. Like, I wish I did too." Uh, didn't the story didn't go longer than that? Just I remember I saw a guy just in New York at a Dairy Queen. This kid played on the biscuits. Loved it. All right, uh,
1: Cam number three. Number three. I don't believe this is a minor league team. However, it is a team with a cool name nonetheless that is getting some coverage. I sent this to you guys uh, early in the week, I think. It's The Spartanburgers. The yeah. you know, no, no city name because they're from Spartanburg. They just go by Spartanburgers. So I think that's awesome. Their mascot is pretty self-explanatory. It's a burger. He's got a bat. He's got a ball. He's got the uh, bench warmers colors, which I like blue, red, yellow. Um, didn't quite get to the top, the top of the list just because I don't think it's fair that they aren't, you know, necessarily minor league, but. The creativity there, not going with the, the city mascot, um, I think that that deserves them up in the top
0: five at least. So before I get to my number two, I just want to say that the Yankees are a scumbag organization for changing the name of the Trenton Thunder, which was an elite, elite minor league team mascot. It was a, like a cyclone with a bat and lightning going through them. They changed it to, the, I think, the Somerset Patriots. It's garbage. Um, all right, my number two. Tucker touched on it. The Hartford Yard Goats, excellent mascot, beautiful color scheme, and not to mention our Tucker and I's uh, great, great whiffle ball team. Uh, takes inspiration from them. We're the Mountain Goats. They're the Yard Goats. But uh, I was happy when they changed it to the Yard Goats. They're uh, an affiliate of the Rockies. I don't know if I said that. But uh, they're a New England team, so we've got to support them. And, uh, yeah, big yard goat fan, uh, go yard goats. So, and go mountain goats. So, uh, great mascot too. Great, great logo on their hats. So it's just a little goat biting a bat. Uh, I have one right here actually that I'm going to put on for the remainder of the podcast. Dill? I mean, Tucker, excuse me, Tucker, number two. Uh,
3: yeah. Uh, this is an easy one for me. Uh, the Amarillo Sod Poodles. Yep. Yeah. Uh, does anyone know what that a one. sod poodle is? No. No, I tried looking yeah. it up. I found out what it was. Apparently it's an old western slang term for a prairie dog. Oh, that's nice. Their mascot, their logo is elite of a prairie dog looking like an old western cowboy. Love it. Love everything about this. I almost picked this one. Amarillo, Sodpool, incredible team. I might buy, I might might buy something from that. Dude, I might have to get a hat. This is excellent looking at it now. Wow. Yeah.
0: Elite. Holy cow! Good pick, Tuck. Good pick. Solid number two.
1: Dill, who you got number
0: two?
2: Now I'll touch on one thing. Um, Cam, Cam, what was your last one again? Sorry.
1: My last one was the Spartan Burgers.
2: Oh, Spartan Burgers, right? So, two things. Spartan Burger, uh, near and dear to my heart. Um, I went to Castle University. We were the Spartans. We had a burger that you could purchase at our uh, like grill that was on campus. Called the Spartan Burger. It was great. It had eggs on it and bacon and ham and all the goodies. So I was a big Spartan Burgers guy, a fan when Cam sent that in the chat. Um, another thing, Trey brought up the uh, Trenton Thunder um, as like a scheme to get people to go to games a few years ago. The um, minor league team, the AAA minor league team, the Scratton Yankees. Um, they're not the Scrat. Uh, Scranti- Yankees, it's are
0: not me. that anymore. They're like the wilkes Bar Rail Riders. Yeah,
2: so just, so but, so to like they are
0: Rail Riders up there in New York. I'll tell you that much. But go ahead. Dylan. But
2: um, back a few years ago, uh, for like a few weeks, their mascot was the Pizza Rats. We know the video. <laughs> we one. know yeah, the the, like the video of, of the pet, of the rat dragging a piece of pizza down in the subway. They were the Pizza Rats for a couple of weeks, so that was great. Um, sticking to the rat theme, though, I know we said that this is minor league baseball, but I'm switching gears to a former, um, NHL affiliate to the Carolina Hurricanes and the, uh, Albany Devils, or sorry, the, um, the New Jersey Devils was the Albany River Rats.
1: Gangster team.
2: Back in the day, I used to go to River Rats games all day long. I have like a hundred towels still from the guys shooting them into the stands with cannons. So uh, River Rats, great, great mascot. Like, the guy's name was Rowdy. He would go out on the ice and throw T-shirts. Love it. River Rats, number two. Or number yeah, three.
1: Number, number two. My number two is the Cedar Rapids Colonels. Now you think, oh, that's pretty dumb. Yeah, right? No, it's kernels, as in corn kernels, not, <laughs> not not the military guys. I looked it up. Their mascot is corn on the cob in the husk. Um, what was this an affiliate of? The Minnesota Twins. So uh, yeah. Yeah, Cedar Rapids Colonels. Their so their mascot is a baseball bat, but it's yellow and oh, it's got yeah. a husk around it. Mhm. As if it was a corn on the cob. So uh, that, I don't know. It stuck out to me. It's you know people are like, oh, Colonels, That's dumb. No. They got some good, good uniforms
0: too, with like the green of the of the corn like leaf coming off and spelling their name.
1: Ooh. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at that now. Yeah, Colonels is a sleeper. Um, I saw it and it stuck out to me personally. It it's it's creative. It gets me going a little bit. So Colonels coming in number two. Mr. All Shucks. Right. Mr. Shucks is the mascot. Mr. Shucks.
0: Now this was a no-brainer pick number one for me. Uh, you might say yard goats. I almost had them as my number one, just out of uh, you know love for them for wiffleball reasons. But the number one team is. Hold on. Why can't I find? Okay, the Rocket City Trash Pandas. I mean, what a name! The first time I heard the term Trash Pandas was in college. Um, my roommate saw a bunch of raccoons run around as they often did, uh, in, um, in our campus. And he's like, Hey, there, look, there goes a bunch of trash pandas. I was like, what the hell's that? He's like, it's another name for a raccoon. And I was like, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. So the rocket city, first of all, rocket city, great name. And they've incorporated rockets into the trash can of the panda. Um, he's flying away in a, tr- in a trash can rocket and he's a little raccoon uh great colors blue like a lightning blue a red and a gray um uniforms a little lackluster but the the mascot i mean the trash panda you can't beat it so that's my
3: number one tucker uh yeah so this was a hard decision for me so this team was an affiliate of a team it just became unaffiliated this year but i'm taking it anyways uh i'm picking the rocky mountain vibes the vibes <laughs> the vibes hired
1: oh, to steel mind
3: their mascot is a uh, s'more um Damn. it's just the perfect team their motto is get toasty um and they have shirts that are just say vibe yeah. check on it it's great, great i logo. i love this team it's one of the best logos i've seen um they apparently just got unaffiliated with the Brewers, but they've been affiliated with the Brewers, so I'm counting them. So, yeah, play Rocky Mountain Vibe, easy choice. i got to play MLB The Show now after watching all this.
0: All right, um, Jill, your number, I guess, two team, because you didn't have – your number one got taken or whatever.
2: Yeah, so number two, I'm going to go with the Hillsboro Hops. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's a hop, right? we got beer. Who doesn't like beer? Um their mascot is uh, Barley, who is a hop, which is kind of confusing because Barley's not a hop, but that's okay. We'll sneak it by. Fun fact, though, um, they have a nice uh, big old can of beer out in center field. If somebody hits the beer, free beer in the ballpark for your next purchase. That's a lie. I just made it up, but they should do it anyway.
1: All right. Cam, your number one pick. My number one pick is very near and dear to my heart. Dylan, you're going to like this one. Um, also, were unaffiliated, I guess, this year. They were with the Athletics from 2011 to 2020. I'm going with the Vermont Lake Monsters. Yep. Um, the Vermont Lake Monsters, their mascot is Champ Lake Monster. I have a cottage on Lake Champlain, and I go there Oh, I like this. Every year, every couple years. And Champ is a big part of my life. Been hearing about him since I was a little kid. Stories of Champ living in Lake Champlain. Champlain, that's the story. That's where it comes from. I have history with this organization. I feel like I'm a part of it. I will be getting merged soon. Oh, Um, the hats are dope, dude. Yeah, no. They're lit. And I think it even makes it better that they're unaffiliated. I think Hartford Whalers jerseys probably sold a million times more once they were unaffiliated. So I'm going to get merch soon. I'm a big fan. There it is, Vermont Lake Monsters. Rocket and Dope hat. number one.
2: Now, I'll say something about that. That became a team when I was in school, um, and a lot of kids uh, had merch for that, a lot of the Vermont kids that were from there. Um, and then when they became un- unaffiliated, I actually had a few guys on my team over the summer who played for them. So that was kind of cool.
0: Well, great list, boys. That was a hell of a list, guy Segment. We had a pretty varied list. I think the only ones that touched up were the biscuits and the yard goats. Otherwise, a pretty varied list. All right, let's move on. Movie. Uh, I didn't watch the movie. I didn't. I didn't want to. And Shame I didn't watch on it. you. Boo. I didn't, watch it. I didn't have to. I didn't have Boo. to. But I'll let you guys take over. I know Cam had
3: to. Dylan, did you watch? I did. All right, go ahead. Oh, Trey, Trey, put a little bit of effort into the podcast. How about that? Just yeah.
2: one time. So this was Cam's pick, right? Or Tucker's pick, no, sorry. Tucker's.
1: No, I think Tucker's.
2: Tucker, you, yeah, you start us mind? off. You start it off. I
1: want to yeah, pick the next one, to be honest, though. Go ahead. Uh, start it off, Bill.
2: Okay, I'll do it after I ask you. Um, so oh, this bad. movie is a shell of Les Miserables <laughs> that we just watched. <laughs> Thank you. So this Ooh. this movie sucked. It was terrible. <laughs> the The singing was so like fake. Uh, the The music itself was bad. The story itself was also bad. True story. I, there there were like
0: there. Were, <laughs> a true story, my ass. There it's was there, based on a true story.
2: There was may there was maybe there was maybe thirty seconds of the movie where I was like, oh, I could get into this, and then the plot just like. It had no dynamic. It just, like, something happened, and then there was no, like, like work to a resolution. It was just like, oh, let's sing a song, and then everything's going to be better. <laughs> so, I did not like this movie. I watched the whole thing, and I was like, yeah, I'll pass. I'll give it a uh, three, four.
3: Oh, my God. All right, I'm going to come straight into this, because, Dylan, you're an idiot. I'm going to say this right off the bat. This movie's incredible the singing great bad you know what i've had i got this a lot of these songs on my phone it'll sometimes come on my spotify shuffle i'm like hell yeah banger coming up let's go zendaya and zach efron greatest power couple of all time i'm just gonna say it right off the bat i was hoping they'd start dating in real life after this movie um just how can you not like zach efron and hugh jackman as the human two main no Zac i love efron hugh a jackman school cool. Zac Efron made musicals cool. Stand by that.
2: This movie's not cool. I'll tell you that.
3: This movie's incredible. The singing's better than Les Mis. Everyone says it. No one thought Les Mis had incredible saying. People actually liked the singing in this. They won awards based on the songs in this. Les Mis didn't.
2: Of, course, Mis they, of course they won this awards. It was a diversity film, alright? Relax
3: late miz was oh my god is that the problem no
2: it's really it's really not i mean the story behind that aspect is is like it's a good story incorrect for that but (laughs) it it, like literally the plot was so stupid like they had some adversity the guy was down in the dumps he was being a, a dink to all the actor or the people in the circus he was doing his own thing um uh, and then it was like, oh yeah, everything's fine. Oh, I put money away. Like we'll just build it up again. Like, dude, really? Like what? So th- the one thing I will say is the fact that the main guy, Hugh Jackman, whatever the character's name is, uh, didn't have a thing with the with the singer, and was just like the problem with him was the fact that he like was married to the game basically. Like he wanted to become the best uh, showman, His wife. right? Well, yeah, but, like, I was expecting the movie to be, like, oh, he's going to be a bad guy and, like, sleep with this other singer, and then he's going to go down in the dumps, but then there's going to be some sort of, like, resolution. I, w- I was excited to see, and I hope that that was true, that he, like, stuck faithful, but the whole point of the story was that, like, he got in his own head for uh, you know, trying to... He was, like, too focused on success instead of focusing yes. on family. So I like that aspect of it, but, 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 like, I feel like it was just slow and boring.
3: You have a score, Tucker? Tucker, score? Uh, you know what? I watch this movie almost every time I'm super
1: hungover in my room, so I'm going to give it an 8-4. Oh
2: my God. Wow. All right. All
1: right. I will come in and kind of mediate this. I agree with you, Dylan, in the aspect of... However, this was based on true story. Obviously, based on true story doesn't mean it was full story. Um, I will say that the plot wasn't terrific um like you said there were some loose ends like i saved money let's rebuild it and all of a sudden they rebuild it and you never know like the time frame of like all all the dances are rehearsed and they're ready to go and they're perfect every time so
3: can i just interject on that right there they that was the whole thing is that they didn't have the money to rebuild and so they changed it to the pop-up
1: ten Right. Tens
2: yeah, tens I tens I, I liked that. Yeah, I liked that too.
1: The cost. I like that too. I under I understood that part. That that made sense. Um, it was just kind of fast fast moving. There was no real explanation for everything. It just kind of skipped to the next scene. Speaking of skipping to the next scenes, I thought the transition camera wise was unreal. The way they shot from one setting and all of a sudden it's into the next one, and you never even know it happened. But that's just a me taking one film class in college type of observation. Um, <laughs> I will say that whatever holes there were in the plot, the music made up for it. Um, I probably knew three or four songs before I watched it. And now I got a couple more to add to my playlist because the, the, the song in the bar never heard that one before. Oh, other side, the Woo! negotiating one where they the negotiating, in yep, song. Other oh, side. That, that had me going. They were, ta- they Dang took her. maybe 40 shots. Yeah, they were ripping them. Um, No, I love that one. I love the song that the girl sang on herself, uh, by herself a million lights or whatever. I don't know. But um, it it wasn't the greatest movie I've ever seen, but it wasn't a terrible movie like Dylan said. really good. I'm going to go 7-4 on this. I'll play it. I don't hate it. I don't love it, but it was better than it was bad. So. Thank
0: God for Dylan, because if Dylan didn't watch this, would have
1: been a best picture candidate for the Wasties. Oh. God bless Dylan. Alright, Cam, movie. What do you want? I told you guys to watch this over the weekend. My cousin was a cameraman in this movie. It's on Netflix. just came out. It's already being talked about all over the place. It takes place in Massachusetts. In the um, film, there's a uh, the nursing home, or whatever, is called Berkshire Oaks. So, kind of makes you feel at home there a little bit. Peter Dinklage is in it. The movie is I Care a Lot. Ugh. I want you guys to watch it. It's it's good. What <laughs> is it about? Like, is it a, a
0: drama or is it like a
1: savvy no. love story film? No, or what no, is? no, no. There's there's minimal love, and when it is love, it's lesbian love. Um, but like. <laughs> Yeah, it's, you'll just have to see. I can, <laughs> we'll talk about it next week. I want everybody to watch it. Um, I care a lot. It's a. It's a. I'm not even going to say anything else. Just just watch I the don't, whole thing. I don't care a lot about this movie, but All right, I well, watch just it, I watch it and point. and come back don't with your honest have opinions. A point to lose. Come back with your honest opinions. I, I
2: right. wait. Hold up. That's I right. I am making a pact to myself. I'm going to watch every single movie. If I don't watch every single movie, take a point away.
0: No, that's not fair, man. Come all right, on. never mind. All
2: right,
0: all right, that's our show. A long show tonight, um, but we're back on RSS feed, so they I get all these episodes uploaded, I will tweet out Polls this week. We will have poll dump city next week for points. Points will be flying around left and right. There's a point. There's a point. You get a point. You get a point. I probably won't get any. Check us out on our socials. And uh, thanks for being wasted with us. We'll see you next week. See
2: yeah. ya.